Hi. It's me, Bam. And it's me, Abba. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Nostalgic. What a, a big day for both of us. We are pooping a lot. Oh, I was talking about Prince Philip died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, both both things have something in common in that shit. there was shit. Yeah. There was shit expelled, shit released, shit gotten rid of in the world. I love that we're starting on such a... <laughs> That's funny. Oh my goodness. Um, DMX also passed away. Yeah. That's really that's sad. sad. That is sad. I'm it's it's very it's it's very eerie that both are on the same day to me. Yeah, and we only care about DMX. Like the well, internet yeah. is showing love to DMX and just shitting love. on Prince Philip. Exactly. There's like nothing but like outpour for like all of DMX's cultural contributions yes. and just like everyone is just like sharing like old cool pictures and yeah. it's, it's great with Prince Philip it's only that one disgusting picture of him and, in the car and yeah. people are like bye you know what it is about DMX too like honestly as a suburb as somebody from the suburbs I have no place saying this but DMX was like a voice for the hood like he never sold out he never sold out ever he never yeah. compromised his image he never compromised his like beginnings and that's true yeah yeah i was just reading this story where like (laughs) this girl took him like he stole one of his execs cars and then um the cops pulled him over and were like okay this is like the label's car this is not your car we're taking it hitchhike home and so dmx starts hitchhiking sticks his thumb out and this woman picks him up and she's freaking out and she doesn't drive him back to the office she drives him back to her hood and um, everyone just came to meet him. They took pictures. And then grandmas were cooking okay. for him. Uh, like, that's the kind of person he was. Like, he was a voice for the streets. He was for the people. Cool. Like, I have to I stand. I have to stand. Yeah. I never really listened to his music. But, like, I knew all his singles and his hits. But it was very much yeah. this thing for me where I'd be like, that's my uncle. Like, he gave me yeah. big <laughs> uncle vibes when I was younger, you know? In many ways, Abba... He was your uncle in that yeah. way. Yeah. Especially, oh my God, I love that hearing because, like, so many, I just feel like so many musicians, it's like they become sellouts. It's like part yeah. of the journey. Mm-hmm. It's like you become big enough, you sell out, you're the voice for Pepsi at that point. Yes. Like, it's fine, we all come to expect it. Mm-hmm. But, like, DMX, like, truly never, ever did. And I really no. didn't even understand that until just now. Yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. That's sad. It's really sad. It's really sad. He's one of, like, the last, like, I don't know. Relics of like yeah. the early aughts. Like oh we're losing God. them. There aren't a ton left. Yeah. Well, I mean, by the time like we're like in our middle ages, I'm sure a lot of our le- greatest legends will have died. True. But like And then who will be the relics for the new generation? Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. With her sweat with her um uh, pretty boy swag fucking soldier boy ass clothing. <laughs> Just wearing big fucking shorts for no reason. It's so weird. She got like a documentary and she's only been famous for She doesn't need me, any of that stuff. A year. She doesn't it's I'm you you guys don't understand. I'm a huge fan of Billie Eilish. I'm a fan. Yeah. I love her music. She has a great voice. Yeah, her, fun. her very cheeky music. But shut up, yeah. Billy. Shut up, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I love your work. I love your work. I love but it. Just shut, I respect just shut you. Up. Just shut, shut up. up. Shut up. Yeah. We love it you really, so much when you're quiet, Billy. It's 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 frustrating. It's sad to see like someone cuz it's like when I what, how old is she? she's 19, 20? 19, 20, yeah. She's it's young. It's like when you're asked to speak that much like if someone yes. asked me questions oh. on camera when I was oh. 19, 20 like I actually like I want to crawl out of my skin. Like who is that? I don't know right? that girl. Ben, when you ask me know. questions now I'm like, ben. "Oh my god." Every time I'm sure, I listen like, to this podcast over. <laughs> Oh, 
there i just want listeners to know mm. i just want listeners to know if mm. i ever say something and you're like ben what just know that i have that feeling times a hundred when i listen to it back as well like i'm like ben what on earth are you saying it's somehow you really forget that this is being recorded at some point like so many times i've had to just pause and sit with my thoughts when i'm editing yeah. oh my god but we do we do it. respect the artists at their core yes and uh, well, I just really, well, no, I read even that. I'm like, Ben, not all of them. No, I mean, J-Lo J- has disrespected herself enough that it's mm-hmm. like it's open game for everybody. Yeah, that's true. She's fucking over. I mean, uh, she was in, the, she was in like another movie recently. Yeah. Like that. I literally forget what it was called. It was probably the equivalent of like girl boss, like <laughs> something like that, where she was like a CEO or oh, something. God. Yeah. And it was like a comedy, and I remember thinking like, "Is Hustlers?" No, it, it wasn't Hustlers. It was <laughs> Hustlers. <laughs> I guess it was a Jessica. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it wasn't Hustlers. It was like it was truly like a like an Amy Schumer adjacent comedy, like that type of movie. Um. Oh my god, was it what to expect when expecting? Oh, I don't know. I like honestly that movie made. A lot. But it was also about babies. I'm big on babies, so. <gasps> oh my god! I think I referenced this in another. But remember, Baby Mama. Baby Mama, great movie. I watched with, it while I, babysitting four year olds, and I let them watch with me. <gasps> I, the the other one that I love. Oh, I'm literally forgetting. It's with it's with Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston. I hate his face so much. This this is oh my god! I let our guest truly hacking the system. The switch. The switch. I yes. It. Oh, I don't iconic. Like Jason Bateman's face. Oh, you don't like Jason Bateman? Interesting. Inter- he was in Arrested I, Development, right? Yes. Yeah, he yes, perpetually yes, yes. looked like 44. Like, I don't need that. And I, like, learned recently that he was, like, an actor when he was a kid. And there's, like, footage of him, like, on late night shows as a kid. And you're literally, like, you look like you're 40 as a kid. It's, he has a very... You can't... I don't think it's good to be a child actor ever. The only child it's actor I stand terrible. is Caleb from um, uh, Stranger Things and his new cowboy <gasps> movie. We're all going to watch it. We're going to support it. We love oh. you, Caleb. We love you. That's my son. Is that the one with Idris Elba? Yes, that's my son. Oh. I raised yeah. him. Concrete Cowboy. Yeah, Concrete I, cowboy. Love, I love them both. He is, he's funny. All the actors on Stranger Things, I don't, I don't like or find funny except for him. Um, Even Finn? Our Canadian prince? Finn, no. Who was in Pop's music video? No. Let me get Steve on the line. <laughs> Let me get Steve on the line and tell him. Oh, I would love to have Steve on the line. <laughs> you would love to have Steve on the line? Let me tell him that right now. Oh my god! Truly, oh, I, 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 I would. But like, uh, it just—it's so sad to be a child actor because it's like, you take yourself so seriously as mm-hmm. a child, and then you grow up and you look back and you're like, Haha, like, you're like, I can't that believe wasn't necessary. I exactly. But yeah. as a kid, I feel as a child star, you do that. But then, like, it gets affirmed by like so many people that you just grow adults up being too. like by adults. Yeah. So then you grow up being like, oh yeah, I am a kid who has all the answers. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. no, Millie, Millie Bobby Brown, you don't. Oh my god, you know who hates Millie Bobby Brown? Oh my god. Celeste. Yeah. <gasps> uh, they hate that Millie Bobby Brown. It's so funny to me. <laughs> Every time they see a video of Millie Bobby Brown, they send it to me and they go, fuck off. <laughs> my favorite, like, niche gay Twitter joke yeah. for a while was that Millie Bobby Brown was homophobic. And it would be like, it would be like pictures of Millie Bobby Brown with like then like a Snapchat bar of like text yeah. that would literally just be like fucking hate faggots <laughs> like gonna punch one on the street and is, like all this what is wrong with like, like truly just like vile stuff like so bad and there was this one video where it was like some queer person with like the audio was like a, like a, like a, someone loading a shotgun and it was her miming like shooting and the caption was Millie Bobby Brown as a guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> gay people where they're like it's so funny to pretend that someone's homophobic like i don't it's what is wrong with our community like, it's it's so disrespectful but it's so funny like to it's like homophobia has become such like a joke now at this mm-hmm, point where mm-hmm. it's like I, I mean we all know like the iconic lizzie mcguire video yes. of hillary or hillary duff being like that's like saying <laughs> saying that's so gay is like saying that's so wearing a skirt as a shirt because the girl the was girls wearing like, a skirt as a shirt. She looks down. She's, she's like, horrified. Oh. And the other girl goes. 
was so stupid. Okay, but you know oh what gays God. are really good at? Stan culture. Well, like, mm-hmm. I'll give them that. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so the Tanache stands have been uh. making memes where it's like, when I'm too on, and it's like, I, I can't even describe them. I can't explain them. I'm sorry I ever brought it up. I'm so excited for No, but day. I know it. No, gay, gay stands really do. They, it's like, they put everything into it. Yeah. Like, gays will, sh- gays will show up. I mean, oh my God, I can't believe I'm referencing Sex in the City, but I will never forget that episode where Samantha's like, she has this new client, and mm. she's like, first, honey, you get the gays, and then you get the girls. And it's like, first, like, the gays, like... Like this underwear model, yes. and then it's like all these teenage girls like yes. it, and like that's like the tier. And I feel like that is very true. Gay people like, are tastemakers. Gay people are tastemakers, <laughs> which is so funny to say because at the same time, gay people have so the tacky. worst taste in the world. So, so it's so like tacky. gay people either have like very like refined like fun taste, mm-hmm. or it's like actually terrible. Like especially cis gay men. Like it'll, what cis I see is gay like, men from Texas that have oh. money are infiltrating the system. And they need to stop. Oh my god! And they like, they like love like um Evermore. By Taylor Swift. I don't know. Or uh, do you know? Are you familiar with Andrew Christian underwear? No. What is that? It's like this tacky, tacky like underwear brand that is like exclusively for just like circuit party, like cis gay, like that oh, type of thing. And it's just like a very like. Okay, I I don't even want to say like fashion underwear. It's it's not practical. You know okay. what I mean? It's a, it's flashy, it's sexual, but it's yeah. like it's so t- it'll be like a Ooh. mesh. It's like oh, Abba's spraying. Is is it your new Oscar de la, Is it the Oscar de la Renta? Yes. <gasps> oh, that looks so pretty. I literally can. I don't know what it is. Maybe uh, this definitely isn't synesthesia, but I feel like I have synesthesia, and that I can feel like I can smell that perfume even oh though we're on God. Zoom. Oh my I feel that with some some. Certain things. I feel I'm like, that- obviously it's floral because there are flowers on it, but I'm like, it smells floral to me. Exactly. And you're right. And you know who else is right? <gasps> no. It's you not know who else one. is right? It's oh, my God. It's not a good one. No, I love it. I love it. Our, uh, guest is, our guest is right. They're very fucking right. And I truly do stand. Um, honestly, stand met guest. them early, early in the early comedy days yes. when I was still doing... My roommate just texted me saying she's getting her second dose. That's amazing. Oh my god. Jade, our guest brings good luck. Jade. Our guest brings good luck. I met them at the Beaver. At the which doesn't exist which doesn't anymore. exist anymore. So um sad. this lovely person whose credits include JFL forty two, we both did Las Culturistas together. Um Ted oh um TEDx Youth Conference, um Virtual Proud and Funny Festival. And many other things. Take it away, Ben. Oh, my God. Truly, our guest has done a million things. Um, stand-up comedian. They're big on OnlyFans. Mm, beautiful um, butt. We'll give you their handle on OnlyFans. Also, an event host, Sapphic Sundays, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is on Glad Days. Mm-hmm. We're nodding. We're not okay. Yeah. We're and um, social media friendly black hottie on IG and TikTok. Yes, and hot jade eighty six on Twitter. Please give it up for the well, lovely. Well, welcome, Jade, jade Niles. Correct. <laughs> hey, honey. Hello, nostalgia. Hey, boo. oh my god. Hi. Hey. Oh, How are you, we're darling? We're so excited to have you. I'm fantastic. It's good. How's your day been going? It's been okay. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm on like day seven of a migraine. No. But mm. I'm also just vibing. Oh, it's <laughs> good. Vibe. We love like, a vibe. Catching <laughs> a vibe. We stand. We have to stand. Yeah. That's I'm like, can I talk about microdosing? I don't yes. know. Yes. Oh, you talk want. about whatever yeah. you okay. want. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. So I'm on shrooms uh, all the time. Oh. <laughs> oh like, How's that been feeling for you? Yes. It's it's like the best medication for migraines and depression mm. and it, like boredom and anxiety. Yes. And yeah, it's the best. Oh, what nice. is like a micro dose? Like, is it because I for some reason I'm picturing a shroom's chocolate and Me I'm picturing too. you taking a little nibble out of a bar. Is Am I right? No. <laughs> <laughs> what does microdosing look like? Yeah, it's um OK. So I have a kitchen scale that doesn't even like pick up the amount that I'm taking like I tried to measure out like half of a gram and it won't even show oh, up okay um so I just kind of eyeball it and I've just been messing around with like different parts of the shroom mm-hmm. um I wonder if oh I can show you Ooh, nice love this 
Oh. Yeah, I've taken all the stems. The stems don't really do anything, mm-hmm. so I've oh, taken, like, the caps. And I'll just take, like, one or two small caps. Okay. And put them in lemon juice, and then... Nice. And wow. it that's good. It affects your mood. Yeah. That is so cool. I feel like that, I mean, more and more, because, like, you know it's real when your Caucasian father approaches you and he's like, I've been reading about microdosing. I'm like... Okay, so it's yes. officially it's officially made the tr- the great transfer. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. it's I feel like it's becoming more of like a regarded like it's regarded more as like not just like I'm tripping out on trees, yeah. but like a viable like it's medication. Like, yeah, it's like, like I'm not raw dogging stuff. life anymore. Like I yeah. I'm really tired of people being like. Like, I used to be someone who's like, oh, I can never wake and bake. Like, it makes you so lazy to do that. And in some cases, it definitely does. But I think that, like, there are so many benefits to certain drugs and, like, using drugs to benefit you being productive for yourself. And, like, I'm very much done with the idea of raw dogging life. It's not worth it anymore. (laughs) It's it's not. And I feel like, I mean, unless, like, you're straight edge and it's kind of like... Yeah, then that's your choice. That's something. And that's cool. But, like, when people are like, oh, well, no, I want to be sharp for the world. It's Mm -hmm. like, why? I'm like, no. It's like, what? Do you think the world's going to reward you for being... For not not, being a little bit high and and I want to feel good for the world. And it won't make me sharp, but it'll make me happy. I don't want to feel good for the world. Yeah. I want to feel good for me. Exactly. Yes. Exactly Absolutely. that. Exactly Absolutely. that. And especially like, I don't know. I feel like if this sounds so like hippie or whatever, but it's when it comes from the earth, it feels kind of like there is like this natural gift yes. that the earth is kind of being like, hey, if you're feeling kind of down or like yeah. you want to like have, have color, you want me. colors to sing, like have, have, have some, some of, me. of me. Suck on my finger. Yeah. That's what Suck on my finger. That's what <laughs> Suck on my finger. <laughs> You really are that because I, I haven't done shrooms in years, years, years. But I was the type of person who, like when I did them, it, it was I wasn't microdosing. It was to like trip the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're with friends and you're like making a day of it, that yeah. sort of thing. And the last couple of times I did it, I was like, I was it just like was it wasn't a bad trip, but mm-hmm. I was feeling like maybe anxious or like mm-hmm. part of me was like, I want this to be over now or like oh. that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, microdosing does just sound like you get the kind of like nice. Um, chill feeling but without like the commitment of like yes feeling like you can't like interact with the real world for yeah. like six hours yeah 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 that's yeah that's the only reason why I did them before being on the podcast <laughs> <I love that. laughs> I'm sorry there's like no, squirrels I can... chasing each other I love no, it's okay. I... so cute <laughs> that's so adorable it's cute, but it's I want annoying. listeners to know like Jade is in like gorgeous gorgeous like well-lit room and yeah there's, like Floor, like botanical posters on the wall like there's wildlife sunlight gorgeous in. room like, you're living they're living in, their best life yeah you're living your best life right now yeah it's very nice to i see really you. stand can you and yeah. i'm excited to talk about who we're going to talk about today there are so many thoughts and things i have to say about them and yes. i'm just so excited for you to talk about them so yeah introduce our special artist Yes. Yes. Bring it up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, today we're going to talk about the iconic Amy, middle name Jade, mm. Winehouse. Yes. Oh, oh my God, your namesake. Name I love this. Amy Winehouse. This is a lo- this is this is a long time coming. Yes, I'm shocked. Amy no Winehouse. one has even like mentioned or like asked us like, hey, are you ever gonna have Amy Winehouse as a, a topic? Because she truly is. <laughs> she changed a lot of the music industry. Like, we wouldn't have Adele if we didn't have Amy Winehouse, you know? We would not. Yeah. She, like, uh, there was, she, like, her star burned so bright. Mm -hmm. And, like, there was, like, two years where it was, like, all of, it was, everything was Amy. Yes. Oh, even, I feel like for a solid five. For solid five, Definitely, like, I'm even looking now at Frank. Frank was her first album, I believe. That came Mm. out in 2003, well into, like, high school well, into my yes. first year of university, I was just always listening to Amy Winehouse, which <sighs> begs the question, when did you start listening to Amy Winehouse? <gasps> yes. Um, I actually have a pretty vivid memory of the first time I ever heard oh, Amy Winehouse. Wow. And I was in a newer apartment that my mom and I had moved into, mm-hmm. uh, and we got cable with the rental package mm-hmm. in this yes. building. Huge. And we had those, we had satellite TV, mm-hmm. and we had those, like... Uh, I don't know what they were called. It was like the movie, or not the movie, the music channels. Yes. Where it was just like a blue background. Like the radio. And there were different yeah. genres. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, and I think I was listening to the pop one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and Rehab, I think, started playing. And I was like, why is this like old bluesy mm-hmm. 
song on the recent like there's mm-hmm. no way this is a new song mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i was so sure that it was a black woman yeah like, i was like picturing like a yeah. big black woman yes. and when i saw a picture of like skinny mini amy winehouse yeah. white i was like it was insane this isn't possible and i'm happy you bring yeah. that up because like even when i saw her i was like oh no she's one of those black people who's extremely light because i have an aunt who isn't white passing because her facial features and just her body in general it's like oh that's a black person but her skin is so light that like it, it can be taken for white and i thought the same thing with amy winehouse and i think it, it's so funny because like one time in um university in one of my women and gender studies classes mm-hmm. uh, my prof was like <laughs> she was like you know cultural appropriators are everywhere for example amy winehouse she's a white woman but her entire backing um vocalists and band they're black and they have to be black in order to um like justify her presence on the stage like she has this black cosign and everyone was like no 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 that's not true but then i was like she's amazing at her job and she's given us so many songs but it kind of is true but oh uh, that's conflicting i I let it slide i let it slide because her music is so fucking good it's like i don't want to fight I just want to buy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh God. Yeah. Part of me is like, I mean, she has a presence. She has mm-hmm. a platform and she can hire people. And if she's making sure that she's hiring people of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of down with that, it's, especially yeah. because she's doing like jazz and like bluesy music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely totally. is a double edged yeah. sword. Like, Mm-hmm. I'm like, if she was up there with, like, a group of white people, I'd be like, now what the hell? Yeah. yeah. Either way, yeah. <laughs> either way, it's like, it's a situation where you can't sing. She was just cursed with a black woman's voice, um, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I, when I first heard Amy Winehouse, I'm pretty sure, like, my dad was playing her. And I thought that she was an older singer. And then I saw the music video for, I'm pretty sure it was Valerie. And I was like, that is a whole ass white woman. Did I see the music? I don't know. But either way, I saw her singing and I was like, this is insane 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 Uh, but no one mm -hmm. has made music as soulful and agonizing as she has for a long time i feel like yeah literally like oh my god i especially as a kid when rehab came out like Mm. already like that song just like there's like Mm -hmm. it's scandalous like rehab and it's like Mm -hmm. the vulnerability and her being like this is like this is my struggle this is what i'm going through Mm -hmm. it really it felt like oh my god like musicians are allowed to do that like it was void of innuendo like she was literally just like and it's not Mm -hmm. and not in like a way that's like Mm -hmm. was gratuitous it was like beautiful and everything but Mm -hmm. it was just like it was shocking as a kid to hear like especially i think for for a woman to be talking about addiction in that way in a pop song like and desperation in desperation, and being the totally. other woman and being happy to be the other woman as long as it means being loved like that's <gasps> she you mm-hmm. got to we got to uh, see her like be yeah. undone that doesn't really happen anymore and even when it so does it's true. curated and made into like a visual album Absolutely. by beyonce <laughs> <laughs> and we stand but i don't know of, yeah. of course amy winehouse would be making visual albums if she was still around you think oh, so you think i think yeah. so what would you yeah. sorry we normally add, like that comes a little bit later Abba likes to ask that question but you mm. brought it up like what would you think a visual album of hers would look like do you think I think it would be like directed by like like it would look like it's directed by like Baz Luhrmann or something <gasps> like it would be very oh yeah 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 uh, like grandiose mm-hmm. and campy yes and very campy visually stimulating yeah and yes. There would be so many looks, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be a focus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh my god! I love yeah, that. like I think they would be understated, but it would just be like a casual, like yeah, a scene of Amy like grocery shopping. But you're like, this is a whole fit. Yes, like, this is too much. Like no one is wearing. Yeah, no one yes. is trying this hard to like buy apples. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. No I remember the first no time one. I saw her face close up. I was like, that is a lot of eyeliner. <laughs> like, oh my like, god! Like she doesn't do anything small. Everything is big. mm -hmm. I never realized her beehive was that big. (gasps) Okay. I mean, here's the thing about Amy. Like as, especially just like as a, as a gay, 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 Mm -hmm. like little kid, just seeing, I feel like there's something about that. The exaggerated eyeliner that also Mm -hmm. just felt like it wasn't like a perfect, like it was, it was never like this, like, like perfect symmetry going on. It felt very like, 
don't know, kind of Helena Bonham Carter in, oh my God, yeah. in Fight Club. Why am I referencing, what, who is this person referencing Fight Club? As a gay little kid, I would like I to know, Fight Club. I would like to talk about Fight Club. <laughs> but you know what I mean? That kind yeah. of just like rock and roll, like punk, like kind of blah, like yeah. I'm just smearing the song. I'm doing my makeup myself. I'm doing my makeup. I'm doing it myself today. Mouth, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whenever I jump into that, what I think is doing kind of like, I don't know, Cockley. a more grungy British yeah. accent. I feel like I just sound like Shrek. <laughs> Donkey! 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 It was just, there was something so, especially being used to seeing pop stars be a bit more manicured and how yeah. like, the look is a bit more purposeful. Yes. To see like, and not even it looked deliberately disheveled, just like how that is authentically, that's just Amy. Yes. And like, I don't know. There was something about that that I was like, "This is this feels right to me. Yeah. Like this feels like something. This feels like something I'm into." And it wasn't like a thing of like, "Oh, Amy's doing like anti glamour." It's no. like, no, she's just doing like Amy's glamour. She's doing like maximalism. Yes. Be- oh my god. Because yeah. it wasn't like she'd just wear like a, a beautiful slip dress and just be like, you know, hair down. It was like huge beehive, so many accessories in it, fucking teeth to shit. Like, she, that hair is useless now. It's falling out. Like, <laughs> short dress, but five belt. belts. Chunky belt. Chunky, chunky belt. Chunky, chunky. Five chunky yeah. belts. Oh, eight bracelets. Huge platform <laughs> shoes. Like, she's like huge going, shoes. you know, oh all God. the way. I, I really do miss that. I don't give a fuckness of her. Yeah. 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 It was never Very contrived. Lame. She genuinely, I feel like after she got done getting ready, she was like, I look good. Like, you know? <laughs> no, <laughs> it wasn't contrived. No. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Oh my God. Uh, but Jade, yeah. with your, oh, sorry. I have no, a, you go, Ben. With your Amy Winehouse journey, like, what was the first, like, were you, because I definitely was Back to Black was the first, like, album I was, like, aware of. But, like, what was your album that you, like, really sunk your teeth into and you're like, this is my, this is my Amy? It was Back to Black, for sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, That was more popular at the time. And I think my mom bought Back to Black and Frank. Yes. Mm. And Frank, not Anne Frank. <laughs> <laughs> not Anne Frank, no. Not her. My mom bought Anne Frank. Um, no. And Frank as an album is really personal. Like, all of her music is very personal. Yes. But there's one song that I kind of, like, listen to with a bit of a guilty conscience now from Frank, mm. which is Stronger Than Me. Mm, what, do you know the song? I don't think so. I, I I've heard it, but I, I don't know it well. It hasn't aged well. Mm. Because it's a song about being in a relationship with a man who is essentially emotionally vulnerable. Yeah. And who cries. Mm-hmm. Okay. And who like needs support mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but in the song she's just roasting him you oh, always want to talk it through i don't care i always have to oh. comfort you when i'm there but that's what i need to you to do stroke my hair because i've forgotten all of young love's joy feel like a lady and you my lady boy <gasps> Ooh, oh lady boy. Okay. I, there's yeah. fully a line in the yeah. song that says are you gay <laughs> <laughs> Are you it, like it has not aged? It, no. Well. That's one thing about Amy. This is why yeah. she's still a fave for my. Oh my god, the dog is, bar- is barfing. Sorry. That's why <laughs> she's still one of my faves because we have to address the controversy. It's like when people are so incredibly talented, but there's so much controversy behind them. I'm like, ah, sorry, the dog is really getting stuck. Stop it. Sit on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> but this is kind of also accurate. Yeah, yeah. But um. <laughs> What was I saying? Yeah, like there's this video of her very much strung out out of her mind and she's saying the N-word and she's using, you know, an Asian slur and all this stuff. And I'm like, she's yeah. one of those people who like was so troubled that she really wanted to hurt people outside of herself. Like being mm-hmm. problematic was fun for her. Like she thought being an edgelord was cool, but also that was such right. a big part of the culture at that time like being an edgelord was like totally you know it was a part of your brand yeah. i wish she, i kind of wish she existed now because her pr would not let that slide yeah. <laughs> her pr wouldn't no, no no not at all yeah i feel like she would be like kind of like a sarah silverman type oh <sighs> sarah silverman like she would be like yeah i'm a feminist and i'm gonna say really inappropriate things yeah. and you're and just I'm gonna, gonna do blackface and... oh true yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was just yeah. like 
Not that there's a joke good enough that it warrants yeah. or like <laughs> makes blackface okay. Yeah. But that was such a stupid joke. It was such a stupid joke. It was like Sarah wasn't even worth it, girl. Yeah. And now yeah. it's a hill that she dies on. Like, uh, does she still defend that? I. You know what? If people bring it up, she's probably like, "Yeah, that was a bad time for me." But like, there are so many videos yeah. of her being like, "I don't care," and like, "Who cares about it?" And I'm like, "Bitch, I care. I'm black." Yeah, yeah, I mean, I she's probably been asked about it to death. Yeah. Um, do you know about her joke where she originally wrote it using the N-word and then she changed it? Oh no. Like, no. What is this joke? I kind of love this joke. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't love it because no matter what word she replaces with the one that she ended up using, yeah. Um, it kind of like, it hurts somebody. Yes. But it's a joke about trying to get out of jury duty. Uh-huh. And she's like, well, I wanted to get out of jury duty, and they want to make sure that you don't have any racial biases, but you can't write something like, oh, I hate blank. Yeah. Which originally she was going to say the N-word. Uh. But it- so instead she was like, oh, so instead I wrote, I love blank, and then still uses the slur. <laughs> but I think she ended up using the the slur against Asian folks. Um, oh, oh god that was god. such a time Sarah. in comedy where people were like no yeah. if I'm I'm technically not punching down if I'm saying something that's validating to the community while still using the slur like yeah. Louis C.K. would always use the n-word and be like can you believe people are saying nigger and it's like you you just said yeah. it you said it Louis like yeah you know yeah. and he he like justified it by being like if I don't say it then you think it so I might as well say it and no it's like, that's stupid that's stupidity gymnastics is- shut up yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like comedians are very, comedians like that are very good at like walking the line and like towing it and being like, oh, here I am. Like, yeah, you can't, you get can't me. cancel me. Can't Don't get me. And it's me. like, yeah. no, you even just like making us aware that like you're alluding to something racist, like that's still racist. And like that's you getting laughs from it exactly. is still racist. So it's enough. Uh, I hate comedians. Yeah, I really do. They're like truly maximum, like outside of like the comedians I'm friends with, like let's say comedians who like have like TV shows or specials or whatever. There are maybe like mm-hmm. maximum eight that I like. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. none It's literally like a MySpace top five. Like a MySpace yeah, top five. It's very much just Wanda Sykes and like <laughs> John Early. <laughs> like those Basically. Yeah. It's yeah. truly just oh, like Naomi Ekparrigan, mm-hmm. you know, Julio Torres, yes, Kate Berland, Bowen Yang, yes, Bowen Yang. It, but it's very much That's this it. thing where like I have just been rewatching Wanda Sykes's like mm. stand up, and she was so ahead of her time. There are some things that I'm like Wanda, so but funny. a lot of her shit mm. is like, oh bitch, this is shit that we're marinating on now. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. she was very anti um, house. Housewife, not in a way that was like, I, I think it's weak, but she was like, this is actual labor and I'm not going to do it for someone who doesn't deserve it or doesn't pay me for it. Like, yeah. and, and she was also very gay, but never said it, which I really stand. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. why I love her, her most recent special from a few years yes. ago. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I to see it. Yeah. Oh, you have. Oh, it's, I mean, she's talking about Trump getting elected. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And how bizarre it is, but she also just like makes fun of her like cute little French wife. Oh and yeah, it's very sweet. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love. I yeah. yeah, I know one of her jokes about like hearing like she's like I don't speak French, but like when I'm around my wife's family and I hear the word noir, I'm like, listener, um, Ben widened his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I was very oh much God, the I eyes remember... emoji darting back and forth. Uh... I remember being a barista at Balzac's mm. in the distillery district. Oh, wow. And so there were bad. a lot of tourists there. Yeah. And someone ordered a coffee in Spanish and said, Cafe Negro. And I was like, <gasps> You're like, What? Excuse. <laughs> and then it was like, This person yeah. didn't say coffee, nigger. <laughs> you had to tell your mind that they didn't For say that. For a second, that. I was like, Did this person just say, like, coffee comma and then address me yeah, <laughs> yeah. that is like that is they said black so... coffee they said black coffee relax relax, relax. that is but so no. funny that's like yeah. when i was in first year and i was in a study room and there were these two korean students sitting next to me and they kept saying niga and it's like a thing that yeah. means you i think in korean it means you or it means i, I you think. or i in korean and oh. i was like <laughs> what <laughs> 
and like right next to yeah, you. Yeah, and I was like, I like I widened my eyes. I was the only one there, and I was like, should I say something? Should I <laughs> say something? <laughs> that you two should write. You two should write a sketch uh, based on those experiences because that is really fun. Oh my god! And then later on, like my Korean friend was like, no, that means like, and then they explained it to me, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a K-pop song where they put the word nigga in a spot in the song where like you know this sounds like you're saying nigga, <gasps> like it's like da 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 nigga. Ah! It's like you know what this sounds like. Absolutely. I see you. <laughs> like, nah, that's so, the song slaps. That's so oh wrong that it's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's the thing is that with comedy too, like. If I'm like, this joke is so aware mm-hmm. of itself that, like, you kind of have to be not smart to think yes. that it's just right. that it's just an offensive mm-hmm. joke. Like, yeah, uh, Anthony Jeslin like, has a joke that I also love where he says, there's nothing I hate more than a racist. How can you hate an entire group of people just because they all behave the same way? <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, it's kind of like a self-aware joke where it's like, you know that he's not... Right. Like, he's like, I hate racism, but then he says straight up that he believes in racism. Like, you know that he's not racist. Yeah. It's like, it's... Jokes like that are very... It's like, I feel like people try to create a joke like that. We're like, oh, I want to create... They want to say something edgy. They want to say something edgy, Mm -hmm. but they want to say something like without being problematic and yeah. I feel like it's there's I just wish I could tell so many comedians like listen nobody's actually needs you to make jokes about this yeah. you know what I mean like nobody's yeah. actually like clamoring to be like I, I wonder what uh, Louis C.K. I mean he's like irrelevant at this point but yeah. like what Louis has to say about like the election you know what I mean like people, no yeah. nobody people needs people love edgelordism like edgelordism mm-hmm. like I'm like that's not the same as being good the only the <laughs> no. only edgelord I like is when it's like queer people or like BIPOC comedians who are like who are being edgy towards their own community. Like that is fun. Like, like they're that being racist always... to black. No, no, no. Like when it's like queer people being like like us being like gay people are tacky. Oh it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 that, yeah, 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 like, yeah. It's like you know we what know I mean? if you know you. It's know. like we yeah, know, yeah. so we're allowed to yeah. say that gay yes. people are tacky. But like, it's yeah. like if you're outside of that community, you're kind of just like basing this around of like assumptions or like. But that is why I think Anthony Anthony Justin's <laughs> joke is funny because he's literally being like. It, I feel like it's a criticism on like people will think that they get it or think Stop. that they're woke or outside of racism when when speaking about racism they're being just Inside. as racist up. or like yeah so which yeah. is like work Anthony oh my why do I keep saying Anthony <gasps> okay this is up. something that I like Go shudder up. to even up. say but I think he's gay yeah hi yeah I think he's gay. huh you can say anyone's gay and I'm like yeah. I know, when you when you retweeted that tweet that was like if a character if someone's gay or I forget what I'm butchering the tweet but it was like this person a character is queer coded if queer like coded. I think they're gay yeah, 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 yeah. but An- Anthony I really do think he's gay but to to, to bring things back to Amy Winehouse yes, I think some of her appeal was that she was very like yellow wallpaper in <gasps> Her like, what's the word? In her sadness, like what's a smarter word for sadness? Like in her melancholy. Oh my god! She was a woman unraveling, yeah. and it's yes. like she she couldn't tear down things around her. She tore it down herself, and like yeah. so much of yeah. that was like used to market her, and. For mm-hmm. a second, it worked, mm-hmm. but then it was like you actually saw her like performing on stage, like drunk out of her mind and getting even more drunk on stage. And we're so past that in the music industry where people are like usually drinking like water or like kombucha. Um, yeah. You know, like there's just like a wellness around being a singer mm-hmm. now in these mm-hmm. days. And I think she was at that tail end of like the industry where it was like, no, be fucked up. And, w- yeah. you know, women yeah. unraveling are cool. But I, yeah. it's, it makes yeah. me mad that when I think about her live performances, the only one I think about is the one that was really popular. They played it on TV all the time, and she was drunk out of her mind and kept telling them to stop the music and restart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It really, it really is shitty how, like, and especially, like, even just, like, fans of hers, it's, like, it's almost, like, what people, like, 
wanted from Amy yeah. after a certain point. It's like obviously the British tabloids, like as we know, are like mm-hmm. terrible, toxic. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like as a kid seeing like so many like grainy like mm-hmm. zoom and paparazzi footage of her like at like a liquor store like yeah. drinking or like her like popping pills on the street and it yeah. just like and I'm not like patting myself on the back for being like this is wrong it's yeah. like that's just like a normal human response but like I remember as a kid being like we no yeah like, and, and it's like we this, can't be doing that this thing where we like the vulnerability like hearing about her being like you know like her she kind of has these songs where she's like no I deserve better or being like no I fucked up you know and there's something about being able to relate to it being like oh my god I feel exactly like this no I did let that idiot back in but it's like the cost of us having that validation through songs was her mental health like consistently deteriorating yeah 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 have you seen the Amy Winehouse documentary I can't watch it I, I haven't I haven't I seen, I'm real documentaries about sad stuff make me dare I say sad yeah um, like this is as close as I got to watching it is in Lady Gaga's documentary when they like talk about Amy for a second and like there's a part where like Lady Gaga's smoking a blunt and I think she's finished she was like on the set for American Horror Story or something and she's mm-hmm. like smoking a blunt and she's talking about like the stress or just like whatever like I don't know, the toll it takes to be like a big pop star and um, just then, like, there's a moment where she's like, and, you know, like, what happened to, like, of course. And I think it was, like, she, like, didn't say Amy's name, but she just, like, gave, gave a look to her friend. And her friend was like, I know. And it was, like, it was so sad because it's, like, Amy was so, so young, like, when she left us. And, like, I literally, it's, like, when you're a teenager and this is happening, and this is a big arc of the pod is like you're like oh these are like adults and this is happening to like some far away like adult world and then you get to be like the the age group of these artists and you're like oh my god the amount like when I was in university and had like two papers due in one week like I was a mess like of course like you know you're dealing with yeah you're already struggling with mental health and substance abuse and alcoholism and like then you have to, you know, be touring the world and writing music and so many people are demanding things of you. It's like, it's so sad. I, it's it's sad mm-hmm. to see. Yeah. And it wasn't just, like, it wasn't just the public and the fans. It was her dad. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what you find out in the documentary, that, like, her dad, like, worked her to the bone. <sighs> and yeah. she genuinely tried to get sober. And I think she's just one of those people that just kind of had no interest yeah um do you know the footage of her winning a grammy and she's like at a concert and you can see in her face when they announce the winner like her reaction is this the grammys where she wasn't allowed into america so they like filmed her getting accepting her grammys like in the uk like i think so i i i vaguely remember this yes yes what yeah and she's got this like genuinely like flabbergasted just She's struck with joy and awe and her friend goes up to her and apparently what happened, you find this out in the documentary, is that she pulled her friend aside and said, this is so boring without drugs. Like, she genuinely could not be sober. That is like, I'm literally getting tears in my eyes. That is just like, it's it's like, that is, that's heartbreaking. That is... Oh my god! Like, mm-hmm. and to have your own father not be on your side in that way, and just seeing, seeing dollar signs in your own child is like, I mean, a yeah. narrative we're well used to at this point with, with young stars. But what what yeah. was that whole situation? I'm actually not like well versed in that. Yeah, like, was your dad always like like this? Yeah. So Tupac, come to here. My knowledge. As Amy started to get famous, her dad was her manager. Okay. Um, I could be wrong. But her dad was her manager, and when her friends and other loved ones, and I believe, like, doctors and therapists were telling her to go to rehab, one of her biggest reasons to not go was, my dad says I don't have to. Oh, my God. And Like, he was like, no, you don't have to go. You're fine. So You're that's fine. the line. Like, keep making music. Keep working. Yeah, there's a, I think there's a, yeah, there's a lot, so the line bad. in the chorus, my daddy says I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. <gasps> oh my it was God. literally like, I don't have the time, my no, daddy says I'm like, fine. Oh my God. Yeah. And he's the one who's like pushing my career forward. 
And so him and her, like, shitty boyfriend Mm -hmm. were basically behind all of... They they were, like, what she was escaping Mm. and why she was constantly Mm -hmm. high and Mm -hmm. intoxicated. Mm Oh my god! Um, wow. And he yeah, deserved it's... so much better than than a, yeah. that that especially like oh my god! I mean, I would never. I would just like your parent as a manager. I mean, no, always no. bad news. But it's like always when you're a news. kid, like not a kid, but when you're like that's your parent, regardless of that age. Like it's yeah. so easy for them to like manipulate you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you're starting, when like. I guess it's like a dizzying experience to start to get all this attention. Mm-hmm. And like, it probably sounds like so comforting. It's like, oh, well, like my parent as my manager, like, oh, this feels safe. Maybe I, I'll get a modicum of home during yeah. this crazy mm-hmm. time. But it's like yeah. such the opposite effect. I really, it does like make me think like, I wonder like, it's like, what would her, would she still be around if like she was able to like, well, get like emancipated from this horribleness classic example of being a woman in the industry too it's like if your parents aren't controlling you then it's your boyfriend controlling you then it's your producer boyfriend who's controlling you then it's just your producer who's controlling you like your manager like there is so much abuse it's so pervasive it's hard to escape you have to be Mm -hmm. like a real cunt in order to make it in the industry and i think that she at the end of the day had like a very soft heart Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i think (laughs) <laughs> that um, if you really look at the way that she talks about men mm-hmm. in her music, I think she was putting on such a front mm-hmm. of not needing them and yes. for their only real purpose to be is was like sexual pleasure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, what's the song? Oh, there's a song in my bed off the mm-hmm. album Frank. And there's the whole song is about a friend with benefits mm-hmm. who keeps thinking that they're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And she has a line where she says, the only time I would hold your hand was to get the angle right. <sighs> like, she was so good at just, like, roasting these dudes. She's so they, witty. Listen, your purpose yeah. is that I nut. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Like, you have no other value. Yeah. she. But yeah. I think in her life, she didn't believe that. Mm-hmm. And she, like, didn't get to. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. and she, there, you know, in, in songs like, like, be, my tears dry on their own like oh, she's like yes. i should just what's the line she says uh, i should just be my own best friend and not fuck myself in the head with stupid men it sounds yeah. like she just had a lot of men in her life too who gave her validation and maybe she was the kind of person who found validation through um proximity to men and like a lot of women do like i think like i was definitely that way in high school um but it's this thing where, like, she was probably also in proximity to so many people who gave her, like, opportunities in the industry. How could she not consistently go back yeah. to those people and that, like, culture? Mm-hmm. It's, like, impossible to like, get out of. You have to completely, like, cut ties. Yeah. 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 yeah, I I don't want to just talk about all the sadness yeah. of, of Amy because like, okay, she made one well. of the most joyful songs, and I don't. She didn't write it originally. I think it's a cover, uh, Valerie. <gasps> oh my god! As soon as I hear that, no, I think Valerie is uh, Mark Ronson. Yeah, is like, it? Wrote it for yeah, her. yeah, yeah. Like as soon as I hear Gorgeous the song. So, sorry, Charlie Murphy, I'm having too much fun. I'm like <gasps> oh. dun 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 dun. It's so freaking good. It's that such a song good song. Is, it's so so joyful yeah. and like, oh my god! It really like there's so this is so random to bring up, but mm. when Naya Rivera's and Jade, I think you're a Glee. Are you Glee as well? Are you are you a Glee? Fan? I used to be. But Naya Rivera singing that on Glee. Yes. <laughs> Icon- that was an iconic Glee cover. But I like that song like truly and like it's fitting because it's spring now. That song like is spring to me. That song is like feeling like emancipated from my worries mm-hmm. and I'm just like a girl about town. Like I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I'm like it's like so much of Amy's music kind of has like a sadness undercurrent to it. Like mm-hmm. a melancholic kind of vibe. Um, or unraveling mm. but like but Valerie really does just feel like just like pure like Amy like joyful like even the cut like the album artwork like for that is like yes. it's like white background like she's mm-hmm. wearing a blue dress like it yeah. feels very like happy. can I also just oh you go ahead Jaden and then I'll okay. I was just gonna say Ben 
Do you remember when we did that song? Not we, like you and I, but when Rosedale <gasps> Band did that oh, song? Oh my God, Jade. First of all, listeners need to, and I'm actually embarrassed that we haven't, but Jade and I went to high school together. Yes! First of all. You mentioned last <gasps> podcast. Yes, yeah, we, yeah. we did. You were in, and I, okay, I just have to say this to you, Jade, because you were a couple of years ahead of me and you were in musical theater. And do you want to know a memory I have of you that probably you don't even remember? So. Yes. This is, this was after, I was, I yeah, I was in grade nine or maybe grade 10. And it, the musical was third, Thoroughly Modern Millie. Uh, amazing show, horribly racist musical, mm. besides yeah. the point. But a great, it was a great show. Everyone was great. And I remember just like, especially, you know, like you're younger and you see like the big kids doing a musical mm-hmm. and like it's elaborate and like great, there's tap dancing. Mm-hmm. I was truly like, this is it. Like I've, I've made it to Broadway mm-hmm. essentially. And I was at the corner of Castle Frank, like, or just like waiting to cross to go to Castle Frank station. And you were standing with like two other musical theater friends. And I, you were in, you were in chorus and you were like, you were in so many numbers. I remember in, in Modern Millie, like, and, oh, yeah, and like, I can get into that in a second. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't wait. And I really, my favorite part about musicals, it's true. Like I could care less about like the solos or the acting. It's all about the group numbers. It's all about the chorus. It's like, you you find your favorites you find like the people who are featured and you're like mm-hmm. they are the background of the show mm-hmm. but you were standing with two other musical theater people and I remember like eavesdropping and just like I was transported to Broadway in that moment because you were talking about like all the costume changes you're like well so and so was complaining about having one costume change like well bitch I have four and I remember <laughs> being like Oh, the glamour. Like, I remember being the like, glamour, the glamour. The like, glamour, I was like, the quarrel. and you had like a big bag and there were like sequins coming out of the bag. And I remember being like, oh my God, what, what I would do to be like in that circle. And then like, I feel like we were, we maybe like saw each other at parties or something. We were aware of each other. But then like the last time, the time I f- we fully like became like acquainted as peers that seemed was outside of the last Culturista show, JFL 24. Mm. JFL 24. 24. J Ball 42. Do you know the JFL 24 story? Oh my god. I'm gonna tell Jade the JFL 24. It's honestly, Jade, it's not funny to anyone unless you were there. But Ben was being Ben, like so big, big, big. I mean, we're talking yeah. about JFL. And Ben goes, Oh honey, JFL 42. I'm 24, JFL 24. Stop it. <laughs> like he edited his own joke. Stop it. Oh my god. I'm actually like oh god, I'm 24, I'm, JFL 24. <laughs> it was this cocaine moment. <laughs> it really yeah, was. Yeah. It truly was. Well, I mean, iced coffee is, is practically yes, cocaine. It's, Let's it's be cocaine. Real. That is um, cocaine. Yeah. Oh my god, but that <laughs> yes. But that is all to say that I always like you were one of the people at Rosedale who like you have like the the older people on stage that you see and like you were always like a standout to me. Love that. I was the older person at Rosedale. <laughs> I mean, like you were like when I mean when you're in grade nine and you see like a grade twelve, you're like yes. that. Yeah, like that person's an yeah. adult. Like that's an adult. Yeah. They pay taxes. Like truly. Can I? Um, can I? Yeah. Can I mention a phenomenon? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I want to tell a quick story about Millie. Okay, go go, uh, go. for a second. Okay. But oh, oh yes. Because that moment makes me so happy mm-hmm. because what happened that year is that uh, I auditioned for Muzzy, I think, Ooh. and I got a call back. And I remember I was really good friends with Clea. I don't know if you remember Clea. I, I d- Clea, of course. Clea and I used to joke that we were like twins because our moms looked alike, our dads looked alike, and they both had really weird like things in common. That's really okay. weird. But anyway, Clea was uh, is a soprano and didn't want that role like there was I think there was a lot of songs that went too low and we ended up like rehearsing together because we both got a call back um and then I didn't get Muzzy uh because Mr. Blakey hates me uh well (laughs) Mr. Blakey Mr. Blakey what what kind of fucking name is Mr. Blakey anyway I mean exactly smoking cigarettes out in the parking lot acting like I can't see from my enriched French classroom I can see grow up (laughs) yeah sorry continue Jane no, that's okay. Um, anyway, that year I just decided to throw myself into being in the background. And so when you were like, oh my God, you were in so many scenes, that means so much that that was noticeable because every time they were like, we need someone to do this. I was like, Aww. and I jumped on it. Yes. And I did legitimately have like, I think four, I think I had four different costumes and I had six different costume changes. Oh my God. <gasps> wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And that is like, 
you and you did stand out like you really did and it just like Thank i will you. never forget i feel and i might be getting the outfits wrong but i remember you were in a number where it was like yellow sequin kind of like tuxedo-y jacket i have a photo i should try and okay i'm oh glad you're because this photo <laughs> I know for exactly us. what you're talking about it right really now. does stand out to me as like a memory i have from like seeing shows at Rosedale. Oh, oh I love God. that. I fucking love oh, that. So you were a star. You were a star. And Clea, I'm glad you brought Thank up because Clea was also a star. Aww. Yeah. Oh my God. Such a star. She was so yeah. Funny. She was I really, so... really do stand. Oh um, my God. I, I want to say that there's something about when you were mentioning like being a grade nine and watching grade 12s do it and being like, that's an adult. Like there was, there was, it reminded me of the time like, you know, being in grade 11 or 10 and like the older kids that you became friends with them coming back to visit from university like every time they'd come back and visit i'd be like and i'd say hi to them and they'd be in their car i felt so cool i'd be like i'm gonna see my friend they're in university i'm just gonna say hi in their car their car yeah hey and then like i'd go and be like so annoying like they were my friends but it was like i was putting on now I realize those people were losers. Like, how are you coming back to your old high school yeah. five times? How are you coming back to your old high school five times? You don't have a job? You don't have something to do already? Like, Yeah, truly. Yeah. Too many oh times. Oh, my God. That is so funny. It's so true. Or, like, I remember once I was, like, it was, like, my peer tutor or whatever at Rosedale or something. She, like, graduated and then went to, like, McGill or something. And we were, like, messaging on Facebook one day. And she was, like, oh, my God, you should, like, totally, like, come visit Montreal. Like, visit my dorm. Mm-hmm. Like, come hang and like I remember being like that is like so cool like I can't believe I'm being invited and now looking back I'm like why are you inviting like some grade 10 like gay like over to your dorm like go hang out in Montreal like yeah. have fun yeah. exactly. don't invite me exactly. like that's so lame um, but to bring things back to um, Amy Winehouse before we have to start wrapping up um, I so I was just thinking about this Amy was giving us like this like re kind of repurposed uh aesthetic and sound of like the golden age of music which is like that motown kind of big band Mm -hmm. you know um and that era of sampling that type of music was really big in the early 2000s to the point where i'm realizing now that like it was just everywhere big belts that is very like 50s 60s flats Mm -hmm. skinny jeans 50s 60s Beehives, mm-hmm. rockabilly, it's friggin' yeah, rockabilly. Yes, it was rockabilly. Snooki yeah. was rocking yes. a beehive and wearing belts. <gasps> was she, you're telling me she wasn't giving us the age of golden, the golden age of glamour? You're telling Snooki was giving us the she golden, was giving age, us of the golden age of glamour. Like all these things, and and that just harkens back to like Amy's like insidiousness. Like she really influenced so much of how yeah. I dressed and looked at that time. You know what I mean? Oh my mm-hmm. god! Yeah, yeah. Uh, just like literally, the whole culture of like remember bumpets? Yes. Like bump it just I bring bring it back. Remember that little right. thing no. where you where you take your hair, where you take your hair and you do it like this, yes. and you'd have the pin. Sorry, I haven't washed this hair in fucking a week. Oh my god! And you just you pin it. Yes. Oh my I god. bring that look back. I look so fucking good. Are you stupid? Okay. Ah. But you also literally like the moment you did that, I'm like, okay, Abba's like 15 years old. Shut like you could play. I'm like, you can play a freshman in high school. No, you, you could. Yeah. You literally you could. You need the 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 plastic hoops that are like bright orange. Bright. Yes. When I wear my With, like, white polka dots. Hair, What's like, ah! Jade. With the white polka dots. Oh my god! Shut Very, from Claire's. From, shut up course. from Claire's specifically. When oh I walk god. into the studio with my natural hair, people are like, hmm. Now we see why you wear wigs. <laughs> no, not like no. that. Oh my God, I made it sound like they were oh. making fun of my hair. No, like it's like oh, I look okay. like a child. I look incredibly oh, okay. young. Okay. I was I like, who are we going to fight? I'm in a poof yeah. just because it's easier to manage that way. And I look like I'm 12. Oh my God. But I think there's a reason for that. And I've been thinking about this a lot. Mm, I want to hear. I think it's all, I think it all comes down to representation. Yes. Because when do Too we bad. see black girls black women black femmes mm-hmm. with natural hair represented exactly. in the media yeah mm-hmm. their children yes. the only like characters that we see like even on like um i think even on like the cosby show yes. like little raven with the <gasps> raven, with the yeah. bobbles yeah. and the twist yeah, yeah. but then the older 
like teenage daughter um have like long straight hair yes like it's, Natural it's almost juvenile. like a thing like we associate mature black women and black femmes mm-hmm. with tamed like yeah. assimilated hair yeah, yeah. so i think the only reason it's like oh i look like a kid is because that's the only time that we see black women with natural hair in like a poof Damn, uh, you spitting. This nigga is spitting. <laughs> I, I think about this a lot. I think about this so You're much. Right. I'm like, we never see it. Like, You're right. I want a microdose and now so I could be as smart as it, Jade. What? I literally want a microdose to be as smart as you. Like, I'm like, you are galaxy brain. <laughs> ben starts galaxy microdosing. Brain. Ben starts microdosing. He starts knowing things about black women and like black women. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love that. I'm like, this isn't microdosing. I'm just black. Exactly. Yes, exactly. But, but yeah, really I do cool. like think about things a lot. Um, mm. yeah. yeah. Like the other times that we see it, it's supposed to be like a sign of vulnerability. Yeah. Like a black woman right. like taking, taking off her wig. It's like, uh-huh. oh, this is like the end of her day. Yeah. It's like, no, it's like, no, I just got to take a shower. I can't get the wig wet. Yeah. Or I have yeah. to straighten it again. Like, get out of here. Like, yeah. like, I'm not looking yeah. in the mirror like, I'm like, yes. let's get a shower. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you are beautiful. Uh, <laughs> they say, I'm, I'm true, good with yeah. my little taco fucking meat edges. Okay. Like, I feel yeah. like that's very like through the the white non-black gays. Like I feel like they're they're like we're obsessed with being like like I don't know like seeing like Viola Davis like tearfully take off her wig and it's like it's yeah. like no this, like like you're saying like she just it's taking a shower. Like, I almost corrected. Yeah, I almost corrected. She's going you. to bed. Like <laughs> I almost was like Viola Desmond, and I was like no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you racist? You mean Viola Desmond? <laughs> Imagine if I thought Viola Davis was Viola Desmond for, for all this time. A lot of people time. do. A lot of people think Octavia oh Spencer god. is Viola Davis. Oh my god. Yeah. Did That's you, dumb. <laughs> did you see the article recently uh, where they were like, yeah, yeah, Abdul Mateen is going to be in this yeah. new movie and it's fully a photo of Michael B. Jordan. I'm not, I'm not even surprised. They did that with Alfred Woodard and uh, an older black uh, comedian. It was really fucked. Oh my god. Um, what is your favorite? Oh my god! I almost said American Idol. What is your favorite Amy Winehouse album? <laughs> Justin Rory. Um, my favorite Amy Winehouse album. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, there's only what three? Yeah, there's Frank. There's Back to Black. There's um, uh, her live stuff, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. and then there's there. Well, there's also a, a record that she. Uh, recorded with Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, you have to listen okay. to it. Listen to that. it when you're like having a glass of red Ooh. and like making yourself dinner. That's what like... she makes me feel like. She makes me feel mm. grounded. This is okay. Yes. Another thing I wanted to mention before. I don't know. The thing about Amy Winehouse is that she always made me feel like that. Like you listen to this music when you're grown and tired and you're drinking wine in your little shitty apartment. And <laughs> I feel like black femme people didn't really have that representation in the mainstream that was sexy and as like hip as that like it's like if you wanted that like you had to listen to like um what's her name like um oh my god like Erica Badu and she's hip she's cool but like something that was like uh, aesthetically Motown there was nothing tangible it was never tangible like Like, I don't want to look like a hotep you know so I didn't stand Erica Badu like that but now we have like I feel like you have artists like Georgia Smith and like um uh what's her name yeah. uh, Break Kimani, Me Kimani, Jesse Reyes. Uh, yes exactly oh my god that gets Ari, you, Lennox. You, oh. Ari Lennox exactly you have women like that to be like let me drink my wine and sit in my shitty apartment like yeah. but Amy <laughs> was that literally has a song called New Apartment yes and I love it <laughs> yeah. and I oh love it god. Yeah, my favorite line is "Pop my wuha in sky. the sky" because nobody's no here. No one's here. <laughs> That's me when I get my my single bedroom. Okay, like yeah. Oh, I love. Oh. Yeah, I love. I love. Oh, I but love Jade, that. before we wrap, let us know where we can find you and like, do you have anything mm-hmm. coming up that you want to plug? Um. Okay, you can find me on Instagram at friendly black hottie. You can find me on TikTok at friendly black hottie. You can find me on Twitter at hot jade eighty six and also thick with three C's. And Tired, mm. which is my thirsty Instagram. Don't go there if you don't want to see me naked. Mm-hmm. Um, which is also my OnlyFans, Thick with Three C's and Tired. Ooh. Do I have anything coming up? Sapphic Sundays? Yes. Follow Sapphic Sundays on Instagram and Twitter. We are going to... I don't know when this episode is coming out, so I don't know if I should plug our next episode. Um, 
knowing probably in May. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it'll probably come out. Taurus. Yeah, Taurus just follow season. Sapphic Sundays anyways if you want yes, updates on stuff like that. For sure. And don't forget yeah. to follow um, Nostalgic Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We retweet funny yes. stuff and sometimes we make fun of each other. It's real cute. Um, <laughs> please, please, please follow me at A-B-A-Q-U-A-N on Instagram. Yes. Or sorry, Q- A-B- what? <laughs> oh, what? A-B-A-Q-U-A-N-N on Instagram. Only one N on Twitter. Fuck. Oh my God. Fuck. You can call me. What? That is so. <laughs> Asking yourself what? That was like what? the Ben, like, stop, stop yeah, it. the same Yeah, it was hurting me. Oh my God. I asked. It's actually shameful how much in quarantine I'll be like, to myself, be like, are you kidding? Yeah. To me. Are you kidding? It's like, yeah. I, All the time. Yeah. It's so time. sad. Um, you can follow me at JK Miss Thing on Instagram, Ben Sosa Right on Twitter and TikTok. I'm like, do I just delete my TikTok? No. I'm going to delete my TikTok. Um, it's, it's, it's not working for me. It just, it's like, uh, sometimes I love, okay, I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. Um, yes, and leave Nostalgique a rating and review. Truly five-star ratings help a lot. It's like, it literally costs you nothing and costs yeah. you no time. No time at so all. So do it. And if we if you don't do it, Ab and I will know, and we will talk about you behind your back. Mm-hmm. What That's now? not a threat. It's a promise. Idiot. Idiot. <laughs> thanks. Anyway, Jade, thanks for coming. Bye. 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 Okay, so you've been listening to Abba. And you've been listening to Beth. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.